Welcome to the Startup Tank Climate Investor Pitch Show, the premier online startup pitch contest where top climate tech and impact founders pitch VCs looking to fund world positive companies. If you're a founder looking for funding or a climate or impact investor interested in joining and investing alongside forward VCs, syndicate, and companies that move the world forward, please visit thestartuptank.com for more details and to apply. But now it's time to enter the tank. Thank you very much. So yes, so super excited to be here today. I'm going to present to you Voltiris and uh, how we develop color optimized solar modules for agriculture and more specifically for greenhouses. So by 2050, we need to feed about 10 billion people globally. In order to do that, greenhouses are going to be a key component of agriculture to get there. So uh, Greenhouses have a lot of different benefits. So for example, you have an increased yield, you can produce locally, produces that otherwise would have to travel. You can use less pesticides, use less water in the green greenhouses. And of course, in regard of climate change, you can also better control the climate of your crops. So some analysts because of that estimate that the surface of greenhouses is going to explode over the next few years. And some people say that it's even going to grow by a factor of 17 over the next 30 years. However, greenhouses have a huge problem. And so for that, I'd like you uh, to meet Jan. Jan is a greenhouse uh, owner. He has a greenhouse of about five hectares. He produces cherry tomatoes. The big problem of Jan is that he spends about 1.5 million Swiss francs in energy costs. Those costs are, of course, very high. Today, it's 45% of his operating cost. That has increased by 20 points of percentage uh, uh, in comparison with two years ago. Those costs remain still very uncertain and volatile. For gas and, and electricity with, with the current energy crisis, no one knows what the price would be tomorrow. And Jan also emits a lot of CO2. His activities are not sustainable and he needs to change that. And so if today Jan wants to combine uh, crop production and electricity generation, there are a few solutions that already exist. However, there, is, there are still unmet uh, needs from the existing solutions. So none of the existing solutions fully understand and fully provide to Jan what he needs. So some of them are going to reduce the, grow of, uh, the growth of his crops. Some of them are going to produce electricity when Jan doesn't need it. There is also very often a very low return on investment in the existing solutions. And also some of these solutions require to have legal authorizations or regulatory permission to install solar modules with the greenhouses. And so here comes Voltiris. Basically, what we do with Voltiris is that we develop what we call color-optimized solar modules that we protected with two patterns. Basically, the way that those modules work is that we have a technology that is called spectral filtering that is adapted to crops. Concretely, we're going to filter the sunlight. All the light components that crops need to grow, we give it to the crops, so that's mostly red and blue. And all the rest, all the waste from the sunlight is filtered out and concentrated on the solar cell that is going to generate electricity. So thanks to that, also the fact that we're inside the greenhouse, we have an easy installation that doesn't require any regulatory permission. And we have a superior ROI, thanks to the high PD efficiency that is protected by our two patterns. The first one is on how much electricity we generate. And the second one is on the two axis solar tracking that is going to make our solar day longer and then our output of electricity also longer. So thanks to all of this, we're able to offer to Young the possibility to better control his cost, to improve his profitability by up to 300% and also improve his sustainability because we're able to reduce his carbon emissions by about 70% thanks to the renewable energy that is going to substitute the gas, uh, the gas that he, he uses in his greenhouse. 
Concretely, it means that we can cover with our modules up to 35% of the surface of the greenhouse of Yon. Globally, this is a huge market. There are a lot of, of greenhouse owners like Yon. We estimate that there are about 12,000 greenhouse owners globally. Most of them are, not most of them, but a large part of them are, are in, in the Netherlands. So about 16% of the market or around 2,000 greenhouse owners are in, in the Netherlands. And this is a market that is growing a lot. As I said before, we expect that the surface of greenhouse is going to uh, explode over the next few years. So this is growing up at about 10% per year. Given the scale and the size of the greenhouses, for Volteris, working with only a limited number of greenhouse owners, we're able to generate subs, uh, quite substantial revenues. So by 2027, we aim to work with around 150 clients and to generate like this about 110 million in revenues. Just to highlight this part around how a few greenhouses, a few customers translate into a large opportunity. So today we're in discussions and in preparation of four paid pilots. Those four paid pilots, they would be done with customers, with clients that have a combined surface of greenhouse of around 30 hectares. 30 hectares is huge, right? I, I, I think we, we don't necessarily imagine the scale of those greenhouses. So you, have, you have to use a bicycle usually when, when you're traveling or when you're, you're, you're going inside the greenhouse. But those 30 hectares would translate into a full opportunity of around 40 million Swiss francs. And also following up also on what uh, Rafi was, was saying just before. So those greenhouse owners, they're very often grouped also in traditional ways, in cooperative and associations. So having a successful pilot with one of them, you can very often go into the network and expand within their network. So the opportunity is much bigger. Regarding our team, we're a team of three I got to cut you off, Nicholas. I'm sorry. You ran out of time in the no tank. We're, we're going much more extreme with the five minutes than last week when you, or last time when you won the, won the session. But it, um, a quick couple follow-up questions to help you with finalizing, I think, what you needed to say. The, what is the business model behind what Voltiris is doing? This is a huge upfront capital cost for, for greenhouses. Yeah, that, that's a good question. So today, the way it works is like it's for regular solar panels. So we go to the greenhouse owners, and then we, we sell and we install the, the, the solar panels within their greenhouses. However, now we're working on a few models to accelerate the adoption, right? So uh, having payment solutions that reduce the financial risk, the financial burden for greenhouse owners are going to help us also capture quicker, a larger share of the greenhouse and uh, enable a quicker adoption of our solution. So basically having leasing solution or a solar contracting solution with an energy provider. And then in terms of, in terms of the actual business itself, as you scale this up, you mentioned a little bit about your go-to-market but mostly it's been through the pilots that you guys have acquired. How do you plan to acquire more pilots? And what do you see the long-term kind of pilot sales process looking like in terms of start to finish? So I think we're focusing now on the pilots, mostly also to ensure the technical validation and also ensure that we have the first strategic partners that are onboarded. Afterwards, and also looking at how other greenhouse solutions have been adopted within greenhouses, I think, I think it's, I mean, the, the greenhouse owners in the Netherlands are extremely sophisticated, extremely up-to-date also in terms of technology. So if there is a new technology that is successful for greenhouse and also looking at how CHP has been adopted in the Netherlands, I mean, it should go quite quickly also. It's just that we need first to make, to prove to people that it works and also to alleviate the risk of the innovation that we're bringing. But afterwards, I mean, what we're planning to do really concretely to reach out to people is going via uh, associations of growers, uh, via energy providers, so the people uh, that they're already 
uh, helping or smoothing the, the energy transition with those greenhouse owners. It's also going via the people that manufacture the greenhouses. So we have good connections also with those players, et cetera. So afterwards, we have what we call network enablers. So nodes within the ecosystem that are going to help us access and reach the greenhouse owners. Understood. And in terms of once you reach the greenhouse owners, is there any type of credits, um, system, tax breaks, et cetera, that greenhouses can then apply and up the up the positive ROI, so to speak, on a, on a governmental basis? Yes. So at the moment, it's something that we're working on in the sense that at the moment, I'm looking at what would be the, the, the subsidies that we could get in regards of also carbon credits or uh, rec, uh, renewable contracts, for example. I think, uh, at least for example, in Switzerland, when, when you install solar panels, you have part of the subsidy. So you could have about 30% of the cost of your solar panels that is subsidized. In the Netherlands, it's a bit different. It's more that the, the energy that you're going to sell to the grid, you have a minimum price that is also subsidized. So it's things that we're looking at and that also exists in, in each of different countries. It's just that it's going to be dependent on the, on the specifics of the markets. Okay. Sven, Ricardo, Madeleine, any questions? Yeah, thank you, Matt. Um, so, I mean, Matt, the questions you asked were, were very important, and, and we see this a lot in, in the ag tech space. I mean, selling to farmers or selling to people in agriculture is, is, is quite a challenge, so you need to know how to sort of speak their language. Um, so it, it's good that you're aware of that, uh, Nicolas. And my question to you, more out of, out of curiosity, I suppose, in the long term, do you see any other applications of, of, of the technology that you've developed, any other sectors that might become interesting? Of course. So uh, I didn't get the chance to, to, to talk about this, about our vision, right? But today, I would say today we're focusing on greenhouse owners because that's where the, the biggest burning platform exists. However, conceptually, what we're doing is applicable to a lot of different industries or applications. So in extension in agriculture, we could go to plastic greenhouses, open crops, private solutions. However, we're seeing, and, and it's all, we're only at the beginning of the discussion, but we could also have applications, for example, in fish farming or also in buildings, right? It's just... We have to start somewhere. Our technology works in for glass greenhouses. And we really believe that that's also where the biggest need or the, the biggest pain point is at the moment uh, and that that could solve. And if I may add on just one question on, on, on the product, uh, is there anything in particular that you're, you're, you're very proud of? Any, any, any part of the, of the product or the patent that, you, uh, that you'd like to present? Yeah, so I, I think what's interesting with the product is that We've talked with multiple experts within the ecosystem and the industry, and people are very often surprised by our take and how innovative it is, right? So, because it's a model really with those two components. So you have on one side, the mirrors that are going to filter the sunlight, and then the other side, the solar panel, and it's also concentrated, right? And so the way we do it and, and the way the magic in the, the product is that all the components that we used are common and are used at scale in other industries. So it ensures that we have quite a low cost already from, from day one, it's just that we have our magic sauce or secret sauce within some of the components. And I think that's also what we're proud of. And that makes really the, the combination of having a low cost and a high yield in terms of electricity. The other patent, the second patent is also quite interesting because this is the solar tracking. And very often solar tracking is not used in solar because it's too expensive. Because if you have to move a solar, a solar panel on two axes, it takes a lot of energy to do and it's very expensive also to, to create the solar tracking. We've been able to innovate because of the constraints that we have inside the greenhouse, because of the fact that we're also playing, I would say, with a light module that is quite flexible, that will protect it uh, from the elements within the greenhouse. And that's also something I think that is quite uh, groundbreaking in, in that sense. And people very often don't expect it. 
And so I think we're very proud of whenever we talk with experts, again, with, with greenhouse manufacturers, they tell us that they met a lot of uh, photovoltaic companies for greenhouses, but never they've never seen the tape like this uh, at, at the problem. And so that's also why they're interested. Very nice. Thanks for that. I saw you're raising ultimately for your pre-seed to sort of validate a few of the, the first assumptions. What do you, What is the sort of biggest hypothesis that you're operating on right now? Uh, that's a good question. So I would say the, the basic hypothesis and the one that most, I would say, of, of our company relies on is that there is no agronomical impact of our modules on the crops, right? So we can put our modules on top of crops and we're going to have no negative impact on, on the yield. And this, so we're testing it now with, a, with an agronomical study in Switzerland. It's, it's co-funded by, by the government, for example. And this, for example, from the first results we have, it has been validated. And so, of course, now we're going to, to, to need to validate it in a bigger setup with clients and also with the Wageningen University in, in the Netherlands. I would say this is kind of the, the biggest assumption and, and the biggest part that we need to validate, but I think we're on good track. Then there are other elements more, more related to our costs and more also in regards of, for example, the installation. Our modules. So today we're taking some assumptions that are quite conservative, but still, I mean, we're going to need to test that and we're going to need to work with energy providers and solar panel installers to install our modules in, in the greenhouses because it's still quite new. The, the way we do it is inside the greenhouse uh, below with the roof, right? So, so there's still a bit of novelty here. And I think that's also what we need to test and also why we want to have this large scale pilot uh, during which we're going to, to be able to really see how it works. Anything else, Manda? Does that answer your question? It does. It's a big assumption. So I'm very excited uh, to see how I mean, the validation goes. It, it is on paper, but I mean, we've, we're, we're de-risking quite a bit. I mean, from the beginning, we started, uh, I would say, 18 months ago, we started discussing with the greenhouse owners. The first draft, the first mock-up, we presented to greenhouse owners to get their feedback. And they already, I think it was interesting, because the first solution we had, they really laughed. They said, no, this is never going to work. Forget it. And we've kept on iterating with them, and we kept on working with them closely. So. There are elements, I mean, we still need to have tangible proof with, I would say, scientific method that, pro that proves what we're working on and, and, and really shows results. But we're quite confident that, that we get there because we have a lot of different, uh, say, um, arrays of proofs that, that already prove uh, part of it. So follow, following actually your answer on that one, uh, I, I, my, my question was, was about the installation overhead and costs because you, you mentioned on a business model, you're looking at other ways of, selling the stuff and find probably financing and leasing. You, you could look at leasing, you could actually sell it as tech as a service or hardware as a service. But I'm guessing the installation overhead and costs will be very expensive because you do one project at a time. It's not something out of the box, is it? Each project needs to be thought thoroughly. Um, yeah. So can you talk can you tell me a little bit more about your business model? What, what What's the plan here? Yeah, so, so what's interesting is that the magic also behind uh, our product is that it unlocks a huge surface within greenhouses. So in average, greenhouse is five hectares. So it means that in an average greenhouse, standard greenhouse, we can install up to 17,000 solar modules. With 17,000 solar modules, this is a huge solar project. And then the installation costs and all the fixed costs that we also have in, in solar installations go down quite, quite quickly also because of the scale. What we're doing is that we're working here, here with energy providers in Switzerland to also review all of our assumptions, also in terms of the installation, how much it's going to cost, how much time people are going to spend on the cost. But basically, to give you an idea, about, I would say, 40%, 50% of our costs are installation-related costs. And already with this, we will be able to be quite competitive um, 
for, for the installations. I, I don't know if it fully answers this question. I think it's only the second part of your of your question. And I, th I think you also had a question more in regards of the business model and how we, we want to get there, right? So I mean, in terms of the business model, I think the point for us is really to sell the biggest projects with the greenhouses and really then enable them, enable the greenhouse owners to have also the payment model so that they capture or capture directly quite a, a large part of, of their greenhouse. You say payment model, you mean financing? Yes, funding. Uh, Ricardo, I think you're on mute. I don't know if... Sorry, I thought I was talking. But uh, but, uh, but but is the plan to sell this to, to, to the owners of the greenhouses or is the plan to lease them this and, and or rent them the product so, and, and then you could update the product? So I'm... I wanted to know more about the economics of this stuff. What is one off sale and then have maintenance fees? Or do you want to have recurring revenue and, and do this as a different kind of product? Yeah, so so that, that's what we're looking at, I would say, as the as the first stage. So selling them directly, having basic maintenance for two to five years, we need to decide exactly on that. And then the rest, we would uh, we would sell the maintenance that is on top. On top of this, I think also that as soon as we enter the greenhouse, we can also in install uh, some IoT that is related also to the greenhouse. So, for example, greenhouse owners uh, want always to have the, the most light transmission inside the greenhouse, so they always want to have their, their glasses that are clean. Thanks for our models below the roof, we could, sell, we could say directly when we don't produce as much electricity as we should, so maybe it's time to, to clean the greenhouse, etc. So those are elements that will come on top. Specifically on the leasing, so today, because we wouldn't have the balance sheet as, as day one, we wouldn't be able to get the leasing ourselves. However, that's also why we're working closely with energy providers already here in Switzerland, and we're in contact with the ones in Netherlands to start developing also energy contracts and solutions there. On the second part regarding you know, the business model. So one way is to sell to the greenhouse owners that already exist. They already have a greenhouse and we retrofit our solution there. Another way, and also I mentioned that we talk with the greenhouse manufacturers. The best way for us to sell a project would be to already go with the greenhouse manufacturers. When someone creates a greenhouse, they create the list of the elements that they want inside the greenhouse and we install directly our solution. So it's already accounted within the, the purchase of the greenhouse and then we directly sell the, the full greenhouse in terms of cost is also low. So these are elements that we're looking at. It's just, we have to start somewhere. So now I would say the basic models that we sell directly, uh, self-financing, but then we're going to add the array of other payment solutions other financing solutions and also other services that would complement our our modules thanks for tuning in to another segment of the startup tank climate investor pitch show presented by forward vc i'm your host matt ward serial founder climate investor and partner at forward vc's angel syndicate investing in companies that move the world forward to learn more about me download my free growth and fundraising guides or to get help scaling your company please visit mattward.io if you're interested in pitching on a future segment of The Startup Tank, please visit thestartuptank.com. And if you're a credit investor interested in investing alongside us in top climate and impact companies that move the world forward, please visit forward.vc for more details and to apply.